Here's the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, June 23rd. Unlike yesterday, U.S. stocks battled back from some early afternoon softness and managed to finish solidly in the green. The market showed some resiliency in the face of growing recession concerns as Fed Chairman Jerome Powell maintained his stance that aggressive monetary policy will continue until price stability is restored. However, the action in the other markets suggested uneasiness remains. As treasuries rose and yields continued to fall, the U.S. dollar rebounded and crude oil prices extended a recent drawdown. The economic calendar did little to alleviate recession worries as jobless claims moderated by a smaller amount than expected, and June manufacturing and services output both slowed more than expected and moved closer to exiting expansion territory. In equity news, KB Home topped earnings estimates while Darden Restaurants issued a mixed outlook and Accenture offered disappointing guidance. Asia finished mostly higher and Europe traded lower with the global markets grappling with the recession concerns and digesting manufacturing and services sector reports around the world. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 194 points or 0.6% to 30,677. The S&P 500 Index gained 36 points or 1% to 3,796. And the NASDAQ Composite advanced 179 points, or 1.6%, to 11,232. In moderate volume, 5 billion shares of New York Stock Exchange-listed stocks were traded, and 5.2 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil fell $1.92 to $104.27 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $10.60 to $1,827.80 per ounce, and the dollar index rose 0.2% to 104.36. In equity news on Thursday, volatility in the equity markets remains with the S&P 500, NASDAQ, and Russell 2000 continuing to trade in jittery fashion and in bear market territory. Inflation continues to be the chief concern for the Fed, forcing the central bank to get more aggressive with its monetary policy. And last week, it raised the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points and suggested more hikes of that magnitude could come, as discussed by Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, in her article, Fed Goes for Inflation's Jugular with 75 basis point rate hike. Lizanne examines the rate hike and how the Fed vowed to forcefully tackle inflation, while conceding the path to a soft landing has become, quote, more challenging, end quote. Recession chatter has picked up as a result, contributing to the market volatility. Amid this backdrop, Lizanne notes in her article, panic is not a strategy, nor is greed. How disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In equity news, KB Home, ticker symbol KBH, reported fiscal second quarter earnings per share of $2.32, above the $2.04 fact set estimate, as revenues grew 19% year-over-year to $1.7 billion, roughly in line with the street's forecast. The home builder's second quarter deliveries came in above expectations while its orders were below forecasts. The company said with its ending backlog of over $6 billion, it is reaffirming its 2022 guidance, which it believes it is well positioned to achieve. However, its third quarter revenue outlook came in south of expectations. 
KB Home added that sales rates are moderating from the exceptional levels the industry has experienced as buyers process the impact of higher mortgage interest rates as well as inflationary pressures. Shares traded nicely higher. Accenture PLC, ticker symbol ACN, posted fiscal third quarter earnings per share of $2.79, including a $0.15 per share charge related to the disposition of its business in Russia, making it unclear if the result is comparable to the street's forecast of $2.86. Revenues rose 22% year-over-year to $16.2 billion, just above the expected $16 billion. The global professional services company's new bookings rose 10% year-over-year to $17 billion. Accenture issued fourth-quarter revenue guidance that was below estimates, citing a negative impact from foreign exchange while lowering the high end of its full-year earnings outlook. The company also lowered its forecast for current-year revenue growth. Shares saw pressure. Darden Restaurants Incorporated, ticker symbol DRI, reported fiscal fourth-quarter earnings of $2.24 per share, above the expected $2.21, with revenues rising 14.2% year-over-year to $2.6 billion, north of the forecasted $2.5 billion. The parent of Olive Garden said its fourth-quarter same-store sales grew 11.7% year-over-year, exceeding the expected 9.2% gain. Darden increased its quarterly dividend by 10% to $1.21 per share and announced a new share repurchase program by up to $1 billion. The company issued earnings per share guidance for its current fiscal year that missed expectations, but its sales outlook was modestly above estimates. Shares overcame early losses and finished higher. In economic news, on Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 229,000 for the week ended June 18th versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for 226,000 and versus the prior week's upwardly revised 231,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 4,500 to 223,500 and continuing claims for the week ended June 11th increased 5,000 to 1,315,000 versus estimates of 1,320,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims declined by 7,000 to 1,310,000. The preliminary S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for June declined to 52.4 from May's unrevised 57.0 figure and versus estimates of a slight decrease to 56.0. The preliminary S&P Global U.S. Services PMI index showed growth for the key U.S. sector in June also slowed more than expected to 51.6 compared to expectations of a dip to 53.3 from May's 53.4 figure. However, growth remained as readings above 50 for both indexes denote expansion. S&P Global said June was the weakest upturn in U.S. private sector output since January's Omicron-induced slowdown. The report said slower service sector output was accompanied by the first contraction in manufacturing production in two years. In other manufacturing news, the June Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index slowed by a smaller amount than expected and remained in expansion territory, a reading above zero. The index decreased to 12 from May's unrevised 23 reading compared to forecasts calling for a decline to 10. 
Treasuries rose with yields losing ground as concerns continued to climb regarding a recession amid the backdrop of an aggressive Fed to try to combat persistent inflation. The markets also continued to digest this week's congressional testimony from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Powell stated restoring price stability is the Fed's number one priority and that ongoing rate hikes will be appropriate to achieve that. Powell did note that the economy is very strong and well-positioned to handle tighter monetary policy. He added that the labor market is extremely tight and the Fed's tightening measures are aimed at job market balance, while saying the tightening of financial conditions seen in recent months should continue to temper growth and help bring demand into better balance with supply. He did concede that rate hikes could provoke a recession and a soft landing will be very challenging given the global climate. For more on the Fed's actions, check out our latest Washington Wise podcast, Fed Gets Aggressive, What's It Mean for Investors, featuring Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones. Also, be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down two basis points to 3.03%. The yield on the 10-year note declined seven basis points to 3.09%, and the 30-year bond decreased three basis points to 3.21%. The economic week will conclude with a couple of reads on the consumer and housing. We will get the final June University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index, forecasted to be unrevised at the preliminary 50.2 reading, which was a record low and sharply below the 58.4 level posted in May. Finally, we will get the release of new home sales expected to dip 0.2% month over month in May to an annual rate of 590,000 units. New home sales are a timely indicator of housing demand as they are based on contract signings instead of closings like its larger existing home sales counterpart. The markets will likely scrutinize this report given the environment of spiking interest rates and surging home prices that have weighed on housing affordability. Overseas, European equities were lower with volatility remaining as global uneasiness persists about a potential worldwide recession that has been fueled by central bank monetary policy tightening. Inflation has persisted and forced central banks to tighten policies to try to cool off pricing pressures, and in his two-day congressional testimony this week, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell signaled continued aggressive actions in the coming meetings. Given this environment, check out Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA's latest article, Recession, the Risk is in the Reversal, where he discusses how investors often notice the overall direction of markets and how missed changes in asset classes under the surface could see a shark attack take a big bite out of unprepared portfolios. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. A host of June manufacturing and services PMIs were digested, with Eurozone manufacturing and services growth both slowing more than expected. Meanwhile, UK manufacturing growth slowed more than anticipated, though its services sector output came in at a stronger pace of growth than anticipated. The euro and British pound traded lower versus the US dollar and bond yields in the Eurozone and the UK lost solid ground. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 1%. Germany's DAX index dropped 1.8%, France's CAC 40 index declined 0.6%, Italy's FTSE MIB index fell 0.8%, Spain's IBEX 35 index decreased 0.4%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.7% lower.
Elsewhere, stocks in Asia finished mostly higher, showing some resiliency in the face of festering global recession concerns and as the markets digested commentary from Fed Chairman Powell, who suggested the central bank will remain aggressive to try to restore price stability. However, the sharp drop in oil prices yesterday weighed on the energy sector and limited gains in the region. The markets also sifted through some key June business activity reports, while CNBC reported that China may be set to step up macroeconomic policies to deliver on its economic and social development goals and minimize the impact of COVID-19. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In economic news, Japan's manufacturing growth decelerated in June, though its services sector output grew at an accelerated pace. Additionally, Japan's made department store sales accelerated sharply. Elsewhere, Australia's June services sector growth slowed slightly, while its manufacturing growth ticked higher. Japan's Nikkei 225 index ticked 0.1% higher, with the yen trimming this week's losses that have come from a recent plunge versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index rallied 1.6%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index gained 1.3%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index advanced 0.3%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index traded 0.9% to the upside. South Korea's Kospi index bucked the trend, dropping 1.2%. Tomorrow, the International Economic Week will conclude with some reports that could garner some attention, courtesy of UK retail sales, German business sentiment, and national consumer price inflation figures out of Japan.